Hey guys, it's Brooke just popping in to remind you that this is actually part two of our convo with Anna D. So if you haven't yet, go back and listen to episode 115 where she tells her amazing decades-long romantic story that ends with such a cool wedding. So um, I don't want to give away too many details because there are twists and turns. So yeah, if you're hearing this and you haven't listened to Anna D's story, hit pause, go back to 115. And if you have heard it, then keep on listening to this episode and let's dive into some confessions. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Okay, now it's time to get to the confessionals, all sent in by our listeners, all anonymous. Yes, and. They're they're so good. I mean, we I just can't wait to record the next one because you know we only do three of them usually three four, and they're so good. So many are coming in, so keep them coming. Yes, and as usual, Pam and I will see them at the same time, but we don't talk about it ahead of time. And there are certain ones that have come in lately that I'm like, mm, we need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pammy, do you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Hi, Ruthie and her subjects, Brooke, Pam, and guests. <laughs> The queen is sleeping in her bed right now. She is. I am so happy you guys are back. I started listening when I got engaged in April of 2019. Though I'm married now, I still listen because you make my morning commute so much better each week. Oh, you're a wedding enthusiast. Yes. Welcome to the club. (laughs) (laughs) I live in Las Vegas and because of COVID and and have a baby on the way, my now husband and I decided to keep our original wedding date and elope drive through style last October instead of postponing. It was great. I never wanted a big wedding and secretly always wanted to elope. So having to cancel our brunch reception really wasn't something that hurt my feelings. My husband, on the other hand, was ready to treat our wedding as a family reunion. He is insistent that we do a vow renewal ceremony and reception as soon as possible. He jokes, quote, Uh, that Elvis should officiate. But he has said it so many times, I'm not sure if it's a joke anymore. He wanted to plan this for next year, our second anniversary. Um, But I've convinced him that people wouldn't come to a two-year vow renewal and that we should wait to at least our fifth anniversary. Truth is, I'd be much happier if we spent that money on taking our daughter on a big vacation for our honeymoon that we never got to go on. I really, really don't like being in the spotlight, and my family has enough baggage to fill a cargo plane on their own. So <laughs> so a formal event with everybody just does not sound like a good time. What would you do? Should I grin and bear it and plan the vowel renewal, hope that he forgets as time goes on, or convince him to take a vacation instead? Thank you so much, and welcome back. Signed, What Happens in Vegas. Yes. Mm. I love the idea of the drive-through weddings. Yes, that's very cool. I think I think they're fun. <laughs> they are. It's cute. Well, the question is, should she just um, do it something that he wants and and go with it and make that compromise, um, or you know, or like you said, push it? Maybe not two, but maybe five, um, or convince him to take the vacation instead. Hmm. Anna D, what do you think? Oh, I think that 
Because you preferred a smaller wedding. I did. I think that maybe it calls for direct communication and having maybe just a family reunion and calling it a family reunion. So the less the spotlight on her? Yeah. Okay. And it could also be more one-sided if it was just his family reunion that he wants to get together, then she doesn't have to bring her side into it. Hmm, that's smart. I mean, it sounds like she, what you're describing right now sounds like kind of what Pam did when you had your second mm-hmm. kind of reception on the East Coast the East Coast with just um, your husband's family. That's right. So that kind of worked out. It did. It was great. I think, like you were saying with direct communication, I think what you really need to do, because I think it's been joked about because everything's so hypothetical, everything's up in the air because everybody's up in the air right now because of COVID and it's hard to make plans. It's hard to think about the future. And I guess you need to have the communication with him of how serious are you about this? How much do you really want this stuff? Mm -hmm. What is a priority to you? Because if it really is like... He always dreamed about having a real wedding and his grandma being there. And, you know, because we always say like, oh, you know, it's always the brides or whatever. This is bridegroom situation. Yeah. You know, it's usually like, oh, it's just a girly thing. But there are men out there that are very into this. And Absolutely. It really matters to them. Mm-hmm. So I'd hate to totally discount, you know, yeah. his feelings. But he's been making the jokes along the way. So it's kind of hard to know. Is it a joke? Or is this really like what you really, really want? Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're married, so you got to talk about money. You got a kid. Yeah. So where do you want to put the money? That's a fair f- conversation. Yeah. I, I'm. Is it possible to do like a compromise where, like you were saying, the smaller family gathering with just his side, and you can do something sort of wedding-y ish mm-hmm. enough, and then half of the money goes to that, half of it goes to a vacation. A little vacation. Yeah. Maybe something you know, kind of closer by. You're in Vegas. So you could go to go to Los Angeles. You could go to Grand Canyon. Where where should they go, Pam? <laughs> oh no, now I'm a travel agent too. Um, <laughs> well, shouldn't they go to um, what is that? What is that Elvis? Oh, Graceland. 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 <laughs> yes, that's a great suggestion. Take them to Graceland. Yeah, but it seems like we're all in agreement that it's all about just communication. It is. You have to. Yeah. Which one would you want if you were in this situation? If you were this this bride? Vacation. You choose vacation over the wedding? Um, yeah. I mean if she feels that she already had that wedding experience and is not necessarily looking forward to a second version of that. Um and especially in, you know, this time of COVID that we're coming out of that, you know, I think everybody needs a vacation. Um, so that's kind of, that's what I would go for. Anna D, you're, sh- you're nodding. I, I would do the vacation as well. It's just, why spend the money on something they already did, you know? Fair, fair. I don't know. I'm 50-50. I love a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm your husband. I'm like, <laughs> I'm an extrovert. She, I like yes. Elvis. This sounds fun as hell. 
<laughs> if that happens, Brooke wants an invite to but, the Velvet yes. Elvis. But yes. I get it, especially the family drama, the fact that you feel like you dodged a bullet not having to deal with mm-hmm. your family drama. Like, whoo, that was a win. And maybe that's something you bring up in the communication with your husband of the reason why you don't want to. It's not just about money to you. It's also like kind of the emotional trauma that you're going to have to overcome in this thing. Yeah. That it's not just going to be smooth sailing. It's not just a big party. There is a negative for her, for you. Yes. That maybe your husband isn't thinking about because it's not his direct family. Sometimes you have to remind people of the crazy things going on in your family. <laughs> she usually try to shield them of it. You're like, don't look this way. Right. <laughs> Pay you no gotta attention talk to about the it. crazy behind me. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I get it. Um, okay, cool. Well, hopefully we helped. Also, let us know. Vegas, man. I love it. I know. Let's do an episode in Vegas, Pammy. I'm ready. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two. Hey, guys. I feel incredibly torn because I know about my surprise engagement and I feel so guilty about it. My girlfriend and I have been dating for over a year and we've been talking about a wedding for months. We know we want to get married, but we decided long ago that she would propose first and then I would propose to her after so she could also have the experience and a ring. When looking at her phone, I accidentally came across a journal she is writing in her phone notes that details her journey to engagement and tells exactly when slash how she is planning to propose. It is the cutest thing ever, and she plans on giving it to me the night she proposes. I was devastated that I found it, and it makes me so sad as I know how desperately she wants it to be a surprise. I don't plan on saying anything beforehand. I'm going to somehow keep my excitement under wraps and let her propose. But do I say anything after? I'm worried my reaction will give it away and that I ruined how special it will be. I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I don't like keeping secrets. Sincerely, the guilty gay gal. Hmm. Oh, sad. But a little nervous, but exciting. A lot of emotions. (laughs) A lot of emotions. Question. We're all with a significant other. Mm-hmm. Do you have easy access to their phone? Like, would this even happen to you? Yes, I have easy access. I know the code. I can pick it up, you know, if I needed to. I just don't. Yeah. I don't ever. Yeah, I have easy access. Do you know his password? Yeah, but I don't think that I would. Um, it would never bring me to the notes. You know what I mean? It, yeah. If my phone were dead and I wanted to look up something online or whatever, or use this camera, take a picture, but I don't know when I would look around that I would ever land there. Right. Yes. But That's maybe fair. they share notes. Maybe, maybe they make. Open. Maybe right. they have a running grocery list or something. Who knows? You know. Yeah. The notes app is great for grocery list sharing. Yes. Hot <laughs> tip, guys. Hot tip. It is. It is. Right. Um, yeah. I also have my husband's password, and like back when it was like the thumbprints, mm-hmm. we had each other's thumbprints on our phones for the same reason. Like if mine's dead, and I want to look something, you know, like just quickly pass around. Yeah. So I think this could have accidentally happened to any of us. It sounds like because we do mm-hmm. have access, so yes. no judgments there. Mm-mm. I do think you read a lot of that note, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you away. didn't read two sentences. You read like a couple sentences. You saw what it was and you kept going. Is that what you're saying, bro? What I'm asking you now is that in that situation, would have you read a little bit? Because I think I would have read a little bit if it's already open. I would have accidentally been like, oh, and then been like, what am I doing? What am I doing? But I think I would have accidentally read like a full paragraph. Totally. <laughs> That's so my personality. Yeah. Anna, do what would, would you have, do? Okay, would so have. no judgments yeah. on us for mm-hmm. what's happening to you. Nope. Like, shame, shame, I know your name, but also my <laughs> shame as well. I'm with you. Yeah. 
Okay, so the question is, even because so, it sounds like she's definitely keeping it under wraps. Yes. Up to the proposal. Post-proposal, you have the ring. Do you ever tell your girlfriend now fiance? I say no. There are good secrets. I agree. <laughs> this isn't even going to be a debate, guys. Wow, I know. <laughs> Dang. I mean, there are times, like you say, where you, you omit information, not lie, but you just omit information to save someone's feelings, mm-hmm. to navigate life. I don't think this is a huge sin. I also think you've learned your lesson about being on your significant other's phone. And we will, as long as this isn't turning into weird jealousy issues, and it sounds like it was just honest and everyone's pretty open. Yeah. But um, I mean, what good would it do to tell her? Then it's about relieving your own guilt, not about the other person. So if you want to consider the other person, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Totally agree. Also, if you're feeling guilty, you told us and we are telling you now. We totally forgive you. That we forgive you. We don't think you're an <laughs> asshole. It was an Mm-mm. honest mistake. Absolutely. It's so, And it, you clearly care about your fiance or your girlfriend right now because you're thinking about her feelings in all of this. Yeah. Her feelings are number one, which is really nice. And yes. that's good intention. So, yeah, I think keep it to yourself. And when we say keep it to yourself... Don't tell other people. Anyone else. Loose lips sinks ships. Yep. (laughs) Snitches get stitches. (laughs) One of the things that she says is, I'm worried about my reaction will give it away. And I think from just my insight of reading this, I feel like you were so excited that your reaction when it happens is still going to be real and, and raw. I don't think you're going to... And gonna... it'll still be moving. It was one thing to see it on paper and then to actually have this proposal from the person you love. It's just, yeah, she'll still be in it, I think. I, yeah. I very much knew the weekend I was going to get proposed to because my husband at the time, right, boyfriend, I guess at the time, Tristan, was living <laughs> in New York and I was in LA already. And he was flying in for Christmas for a couple of days and then he was going back to law school. And we were already talking about dates for the wedding. Like we were talking about getting married. I knew exactly what ring he was, his grandmother's ring. Like I knew all of this because Tristan cannot keep a secret (laughs) when it comes to telling me. He tells me everything, which is great. But (laughs) even though I totally knew during that like three days that at some point he was going to propose, in the moment, it was still so exciting and so sweet and the reaction was very real. And I genuinely was shocked because I didn't expect it in that that, that exact moment. Mm-hmm. So I think that don't worry about your reaction coming off as anything. I think you're going to be so excited. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're good. So relieve your guilt. Take it away. You are forgiven from three strangers who you've yep. never met. And don't tell anybody, girl. You told us. You got it off your chest. You got yep. it off. Everyone listening to the podcast knows. So you did it. Yep. And then you're good. Button it up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anna D, Anna can D. you read the last one? Oh. Hello, Pam and Brooke. I am a 28-year-old female who lives across the pond in England. Our wedding day is set for March 28th. Back in August 2021, I started a new job, and since starting, I've made two really good friends who I would talk to often about the wedding. After discussions with my partner, we agreed that we had room to invite them, so I did. They both were over the moon and excited for the invite. However, my manager became very quiet and has since told both my office friends to stay away from me. I believe my manager is jealous of the fact that I didn't invite her. However, in the UK, I think it's not really a thing to invite the boss to weddings. 
We all agreed not to talk about the wedding in front of her to keep the peace, but I'm so excited. I want to have the freedom to discuss. Any advice? Best wishes, someone who has a jealous boss. Mm. So we had to get this one in because this is happening. Yeah. This is right around the corner. Yes, it is. Okay. What do you think? Now you go. You can go first we're, on this we're one. Make, what, what's I think interesting <laughs> is that we have a we're having a, a conversation about work friends. Pam and I started out as work friends. Yes. And indeed, yeah. We both know from working. Yeah. So even though we're in the offices, we chat on the phone. Mm-hmm. So we're all actually work buddies. Yeah. Yep. So that's really interesting. Other thing that's very interesting is that Pammy, this sounds a little bit. A little bit like what happened to us. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and well, and also, um, I can relate too because I had a friend that I met in like February and I invited her to my wedding. I felt that connection with her and I was like, this is somebody who's going to be a part of my life for a very long time. And she came to my bachelorette party and my wedding and we're still friends. She also was on our podcast. <laughs> she was. It's Regan. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's Regan. Um, so Pam and I worked together when I got engaged mm-hmm. and we sat right next to each other. We were very involved in the the shows we were working on together. We were very like chatty, chatty constantly, but also just chatty, chatty as friends. So obviously <laughs> I get engaged. We're both very excited. Oh, we're talking about wedding, wedding, wedding. And our boss who, I mean, he was our boss, but he also mm-hmm. was like a buddy, but he was a boss buddy. He was like, probably like about 10 years older than us, maybe older. Yeah. But like a nice guy, but definitely not like, we, we're not his peers. You know what I mean? Like he was our boss. He was a little bit older and like we were just in different phases of our lives. Right. But at one point, you know, he just kind of assumed he was going to my wedding. He did. It wasn't even like an ask or what. It's just over the time. He's like, can't wait to go to that wedding. My wedding <laughs> was small. My wedding was so small that there are friends from New York that didn't get invites that I went to college with. There were family members. All of my cousins weren't invited because if you invite one, you have to invite them all. We had limited housing because it was in rural Maine. And one of the damn people at my wedding was my boss because I didn't know how to get out of it. Yep. <laughs> so I feel you because I didn't, uh, I gave it. I was like, well, I, I guess he's coming to the what? He was nice. You know, he was, he had a good time. He was very social. He's like a, yeah, he's really a nice like, guy. He's a really charismatic dude. Like yes. he had a great time. He was a good addition to the vibe. But every once in a while, I just look around and I'm like, but you know it just sometimes that's how it goes and it just i just thought net what is the net positive in inviting him or not inviting him and i was like oh i'm gonna be at this company for a bit you know and i gotta keep this job and it's a small company and Mm -hmm. i guess i'm inviting my boss to the wedding (laughs) (laughs) so yeah and now i haven't seen that man in well to add on to that um so i I met my husband at that same company and he was not a fan of my boss and i didn't invite him to our wedding and that was in la and that that was was local in la and i know he was really like like sad about that but i'm like i can't like that was not a battle for me that i was willing to fight with my new husband and he was like absolutely not and i'm like okay and at that point, you were not working at that company anymore. Correct. Right. So the stakes are lower. They yeah, were. If you're going to choose between a former boss and future husband. Right. Yeah, it's an it's easy choice. <laughs> okay. So do you have any other gossip like that? I had a guest at my wedding who I felt I had to invite. 
And this is the smaller second wedding. Yeah. Oh, that was a small wedding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I I won't say I regret it because I think for this person it was important. So, it's a sacrifice I made to preserve someone's feelings and all of that. But in a perfect world, I kind of wish I just would have been like, dude, no. Just no. <laughs> right. So, so the two of us gave in and Pam did not. So this is what we that's what we're knowing going into discussing this. Yeah, and so I really kind of, am admiring the fact that Pam did not give in. Way to go, Pammy. I'm kind of wishing wishing. I'm wishing. <laughs> I don't wish that I channeled my inner Pam Ice and been cold like, is no. what I yeah. am. <laughs> Ice running through them veins. <laughs> She's making that guest list. <laughs> so many randos at my wedding guys <laughs> and it really kind of pissed off some other friends that didn't get invited because they were like seriously <laughs> yeah. i saw pictures afterwards and like the, that fucking person was at the wedding and i'm like i don't know <laughs> things get weird you make weird decisions in the moment i'm sweaty thinking about it that was a long time ago <laughs> okay so let's get back to the actual um our british friend who is getting married yes okay so she's trying to figure out like what she should do. In the, she just has any advice. So I guess the question is, one, does she invite the boss? Or two, does she talk about her wedding at work? I don't know how you don't talk about your wedding at work. I mean, it's such an exciting thing. It really like takes over so much of your life during that time. Like, that's just, I don't know how you don't. Um, <laughs> I know it's going to be weird because my advice right now, looking back, I'd be like, well, just invite your boss if, if you can. Um, if it's a seating, I mean, I guess you can, if you're inviting new work friends that there's room to invite the boss. But do you want to invite this person who's kind of treating you like shit at work? Do you want to say your wedding? Yeah. Cause then you're bringing like that, that vibe. energy. Yeah. Oh no. Look at that. She's saying like, cause if you, <laughs> we're be, fighting our inner Pams right now. Right? <laughs> because she, clear, both of us are acting bold hypothetically. Because she clearly doesn't really seem to be a fan of the boss. I mean, they're not friends apparently, or she would have been invited. Right. So yeah, I think here's the thing though. We're now, this is going to go, you have like a month left which is when you talk about a lot of stuff yeah but can you can you do a little slack a little i am a little clickety clack chatting and not so much verbal chatting so the boss doesn't hear about it yeah. can you go out to lunch with your pals and talk about the wedding if you just kind of make a pact you're just like guys i think she's getting annoyed with the wedding chat let's just do it outside you know like maybe but it's only a couple days it's like a couple weeks what now, do you think? That's true. That's true. Um, I think you can, if you've held it on, you know, onto it this long, you can go a little further. Yeah. I mean, those ways. but yeah, I think the advice I would give is just trying to find ways so that the boss doesn't hear you talking about what oh, no, yeah, Pam is like, that's weird. Well, no, I'm also, I mean, this is, a, it's a weird situation here because it's a boss and you know, you're going to be talking about it again afterwards. She's always going to know he or she is going to know that they weren't invited um, I don't know. It just—is it easier just to be like fine, just so that they feel included, and that helps you further on? We talk about this with like family and right. those invites. Is that—is this in that like sort of same realm, that same situation? Is it just easier? You know, what would Amanda say? Just invite them. Yeah, Amanda Walker was like, "Just fucking invite your boss." She would say it like that, right? <laughs> yes. I try to do Amanda impersonations. I'm kind of good at it. I'm terrible. Um, yeah, I mean, ugh. 
here's the thing. There's no right or wrong answer, there which isn't. is annoying because you asked for advice and then we gave you like a thousand choices <laughs> and that's super annoying and we apologize. I know the whole point of this podcast is to help you and right. maybe we did, maybe we didn't. But I think that in any way you choose, stand behind your decision. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I also think over time, even if she maybe gets a little bit feelings hurt, I mean, time will pass. I mean, hopefully, I don't know, maybe this person holds grudges. Maybe (laughs) you have a conversation with these two friends and say, help me weigh this. Would it be worth it to do a pity last minute invite and see what she says? Like kind of because it sounds like the other people working there might have because it's a new job. Mm. But the girls that are or the other two people that they invited, the friends, probably have worked there for a while. Right. Maybe they have a better idea of long term, the plus and minus of not inviting or inviting this person. That's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If they're like, oh, yeah, Kathy, ugh, don't want to get on her bad side. You know what I mean? You're like, all right, fuck. Invite. <laughs> Invite Kathy. Or if they're just like, oh, she hates everybody, whatever. Then it's like, oh, well, that's just Kathy. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, my 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 extra advice is to consult the people that know the boss better. And either way, know that we're we're not judging you if you decide to not or to invite because we're scaredy cats, except for Pam. <laughs> right. And even in this situation, you're getting a little scared. I No, just trying to think of the future. Yeah. Maybe she could invite her boss and then her boss could have car trouble and not be able to make it. Are we cutting the brakes oh, on the wow. boss's car? Wow. Yeah, he's sabotaging over here. Maybe hey. she ran out of gas, so her car oh won't my God. start. <laughs> Add that to the you don't uh, wedding have to planning take list. All of the advice we give no. you. We're just throwing out suggestions. <laughs> okay, so I think we need to get to bridal breaks before Anna D suggests other ways to potentially murder your boss or have a car accident. <laughs> now we're at murder? We're just slowing them down. We're just, sl- we're just avoiding. You just need to give, keep them away for a few hours. Yes. <laughs> um, bridal breaks to anyone new to the show are just suggestions we give not only to brides or grooms, but just anyone helping to plan a wedding of things that have nothing to do with wedding planning. Mm-mm. So you can step away. Relax the mind. Namaste. Don't think of anything that has to do with a wedding. Yeah. No more thinking about, do we have the second bow? What do I do? Just wait. Just just do this instead. Have this drink. Watch this show. Um, so I usually do something pop culture-y. Pam usually does a cocktail. And TBD, our guests have done everything from suggesting a fun movie to smoking weed to axe throwing. Yep. So we'll Runs see what happens. Gamut. Yeah. So Pammy, do you want to go first? Sure. So I found this um, cocktail on willcookforsmiles.com. Love. And it's called an Irish lemonade. Mm. And seeing that we're coming up on St. Patty's Day, Ooh. Like, let's, let's do something. Um, so it's Irish whiskey, lemon juice only, simple syrup, ginger beer, and a sprig of rosemary. And I thought that sounded really good. That really good. That does sound good. Yeah. I am in. That's an Irish lemonade, apparently. Sure. And I did find out recently that I am 15% Irish, so I should definitely try that. There you go. I think I, I have to. You owe it to your I ancestors. I owe it to my people. <laughs> <laughs> Do Done. <it>. Anna <laughs> D, what is your bridal break? Um, I think that uh, you drink a lot of those. <laughs> and uh, binge watch. Binge watching. I'm binge watching zombies right now. 
We're all dead. Is that what it's called? We're all dead. All of us are dead. All of us are dead. All of us are dead. Oh, because you've seen it too, Pammy? <laughs> I've seen, yeah. I've yeah. seen the, the first uh, couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Teenage Zombies. It's a great Korean series. So yes. I've, been, it, I've been escaping there. So I'm a scaredy cat. So you have to give like scaredy cat, like, is it violent, like gutsy, like gore? Or is it just like intense, like running from zombies? All of the above. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just warning for all of me, the babies like me. Yeah. I can't handle <laughs> my, that stuff. My daughter watches it. She loves zombies. She is tougher than me. I, she is. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I can't watch what, The Walking Dead. I watched like eight minutes of that once and I'm like never again <laughs> I tried to be cool like everyone else when it was like out and it was really yeah. hip and I was like uh, I can't do it but you, su- you highly suggest that one I do okay cool. it's fun yeah it's a fun ride for all you cool kids that can handle it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um is it a bunch of seasons or is it just one, one season okay all right so, so far all right oh you think it's coming back I it's do. popular I think yeah it will. yeah all right cool um my bridal breaks I have two because I know. Because it's you. Because it's me. <laughs> um, I consume a lot of things and I want to share. Um, one is uh, one I actually just stumbled on. You know, like Netflix just suggests like new things that are up and the algorithm says, oh, you'd like this thing. And it said Murderville. And I was like, guys, as we just discussed, the algorithm would not give me murder because I'm scared of all of those <laughs> things. So I was like, what is Netflix doing? Oh, is she crying? You can pick her up if you want. Do you I like dogs? Her. I do. Okay, you can pick her up. It's fine. Hey, baby. I think that's what she wants. Yeah, she wants to Hi. Come here. Sorry, we're having to pause the podcast so that Ruth can be held. Okay. There we All go. All right. Anadia is holding her like a baby. <laughs> so I click on Murderville just to see what it is because why would Netflix tell me of all people that I would like to watch Murderville? Mm-hmm. It is a comedy and it stars Will Arnett. And the way it works, so the guy from Arrested Development and voice of BoJack Horseman. So the way it works is Will Arnett plays a cop. And he, his partner passed away years ago, and he's never really found a partner he likes. And in every episode, a new person is brought into the scene. It is somebody who doesn't know what's going on. It's a famous person. So like there was like uh, Sharon Stone's in one episode, Conan O'Brien's in another episode. So what happens is that person walks in and they just know that they're like participating in a TV show. That's all they really know. They know they're going to be on this show. So they're like shoved into the police station and everyone else around knows their part, knows the story, and is basically improving, but like with a background and they know what their characters are supposed to be doing. Right. Except for the famous person who right. has and is now the new partner for Will Arnett. And they're gonna solve a crime today. This is hilarious. <laughs> and it's very silly, of course, as you can imagine, yes. Will Arnett. But as it goes along, not only are you watching this person trying to do improv and not really understand what's going on, is that at the end of each episode, the celebrity has to solve the murder. So based on the context clues that they learn along the way, between the three suspects, they have to be like, it was the gardener or it was the the ex-girlfriend. They have to. And then they find out if they were right based on like the the, sar- the head of the police department comes in at the end and tells them. Mm-hmm. So not only are you watching like a silly like improv situation, but at the end, we always, Tristan and I blasted through it. We pause and then we tell each other who we think who is think? the murderer. Right. So you get to like play along the game with the celebrity. That's fun. It is so fun. There's only. What s- is this on? 
Netflix. Okay. So Murderville on Netflix, there's only six episodes and they're all about 30 minutes. So we, I mean, literally blast through it in like, I think two days. Sure. And it was so fun. And we were joking before about, you know, how sometimes you want to make sure that like you have TV that's not really like that interesting so you can still play on your phone. Right. Both phones were down. Ooh. We were glued because we had to see all the context clues. You had to pay attention. Was this guy left-handed? Did she drink the coffee? Like it's all this stuff that you're can picking up. Can kids watch it? Um, It's very silly. I think it'd be fine. Okay. I don't. Th- I mean, I mean, maybe double check their warning, but I don't think there's any curse words. It seems very PG-ish. Okay. What is curse words? You don't care. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's no like real guts and gore or anything. I mean, there. It's it's very. Late. I just said my daughter watches. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think your kids would be fine. Um, I don't. It, I mean, it's kind of fast paced, so potentially like a younger kid might not be able to really get Pay it along attention. the way. I just think. Yeah, but I it's, like the but idea it behind is, it. Yes, like but clue. you do get to pick up along the way. So Fun. maybe watch one episode to double check, but I'm pretty sure kids could watch it. But Murderville was, again, an unexpected thing I found on Netflix. Thank you, algorithm. The, ro- <laughs> the robot knows me. The robot was right. I don't yes. know why I questioned the robot. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> um, so my second one has nothing to do with TV. It's just... um. There's an Instagram account that I found um, kind of during the pandemic when I wasn't really doing as much in-person shopping because L.A. County was just like riddled with COVID. And at times it was just like, do not leave your house. Um, So I kind of fell in love with an Instagram account called at Target Fanatic. And it's this woman in Austin, Texas. And she basically stops by Target almost every day and shows you all the new things that they have at Target. You know, you go in Target. Now I'm back to in-store shopping. But you feel like it's kind of overwhelming. There's so much shit. Yeah. And you're like, is there a cute sweater out there? I don't know. There's like a thousand things. Or is anything on sale? What's in that little that little short area when you first walk in, the like dollar section? Yes. She has something up almost every day on her stories and then on her feed of all the new things in Target or when something is on sale. She'll tell you if it's kind of cheap, if it's not worth it. Like the, I think just today she was showing you these cutting boards in like the fancy kitchen section. She was mm-hmm. like, but also in the bullseye section in the front, they're saying something like it's a little smaller, but it's only $5. So I would get that one. Like she's very honest, <laughs> which I think is nice. But also because she's filming this in her Target, she's trying not to be too loud. So all the videos are kind of quiet. It's like ASMR. Yes. But while looking at Target stuff, I'm like, oh my God, quiet speaker plus Target. This is like my favorite thing ever. Sounds amazing. It's really fun. She's a great follow. She's really sweet. She's really cute. And her family, like sometimes her daughter's in it, like showing little stuff. She's so cute. But anyway, at Target Fanatic, um, highly recommend an Instagram follow. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And that's it. That's it. Well, almost. It's almost it. But... Anna D, before we <laughs> get into plugging our stuff, do you want to plug one more time your company? Yeah, Becca Boutique. Uh, we are a reseller of recordable media, hard drives, and storage solutions. Uh, we sell to production, post-production, IT departments, and we ship all over the United States. What's the easiest way for them to find you? Uh, BackupBoutique.net. Done. Get there on it. it. Is. She's a boss lady, even on vacation. She's answering emails. We learned that. So yes, yeah, yes. she's. If you need it. She's got you. Pam would know. Yeah, and you she's were great. Yeah, we both worked with you, and yeah, mm-hmm. you're great to work mm-hmm. with. I love it. And as we know, might invite a boss to a wedding. Are <laughs> 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 you getting those situations? Um. So now that we've learned all about how to reach Anna D, we're going to talk about all the different ways that you can connect with the Wedding Confessionals podcast. Pammy, why do you have your phone? Do you see Put your the phone way down. she looks at me? I am putting my phone okay, down. Okay, you picked it up like you were going to start cheating. No, I'm not cheating mm-hmm. yet. 
So um, <laughs> let me grab my little clipboard and my little pen so that I can quiz Pam about all the cool ways that you can connect with our podcast. It's a good thing, Pam. It's a great thing. I love it so much. You're a terrible liar. Yes. And it needs to taking pictures of Ruthie. Ah. That's adorable. I saw that. I was going to get my clipboard. <laughs> oh, Ruthie is a dog fanatic, so I wanted him to see who I was spending oh. time with. Yeah. <laughs> She's also on Instagram at Ruth Bader Ginsbark LA. Oh. <laughs> All right, Pammy. We need to tell the listeners our web address. What yes. is it? Weddingconfessionals.com. Perfect. We've begun the quiz. Um, from uh, weddingfestivals.com, it'll show you links to all of the different places we are on social media. Can yes. you name the five places you can find us on social media? Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, uh-huh. and TikTok. Yeah, she did it. You looked at me funny. That's oh, why no. I was like, pause. because You I, looked I'm at like, me did... funny first. <laughs> no, 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 no. Which no. one of us has a funny face? We need to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, we would love for you to send us your confessionals. Yes. Um, there are three different ways that you can send us your confessional. One is an email. The email address is what, Pammy? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Ruthie, we're almost done. <laughs> you can do it, girl. I believe in you. Hang in there, Ruthie. <laughs> Pammy, we have a phone number where you can also can send us your confessionals. Um, we just type it out so we will hide your voice. Um, what is the phone number, Pam? 434. Yes. 933. Yes. <gasps> really? Yeah. (laughs) Is that as far as you're going? That's it. (laughs) She's just happy that she got that far, guys. 434-933-2663. Also, you can go to our website and click a tab that says... Tell us your secret. Yes, tell us your secret. From there, there's a little form you can fill out. There's just uh, a name and then a little box where you type in your drama. We don't need your phone number. We don't need your email address. We don't even need your real name. No, give us a cute little fun little wacky name. We like those a lot. We do. They entertain us. They do entertain us. Also, um, if you are on Apple Podcasts, even if you aren't on Apple Podcasts, find that <laughs> app, click on it, find us, and give us five stars. Please. It's that one app that you just need to have the five stars in order to move up. It has nothing to do with how many listens you get. It's nope. a. It's just about... I don't want to say it's a dumb system because I want Apple to like us, but... Yeah, let's not piss off Apple. not pissing off Apple, the ghost of Steve Jobs. I don't want him haunting me. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm scared of scary things. I don't need it. But five stars. Please. Yes. Um, Also, there are many other ways that you can find our podcast, Pammy. Yes. Um, There are three that start with the letter A. What are they? Apple Podcasts. Yes. Um... You buy stuff for them Amazon, all the time. Mm-hmm. And... You know this. I believe in you. I know. Why am I blanking? Um, it's kind of ear-related. A- audiobooks are usually on it. Oh. Audible. Audible. There it is. Um, I'll read the rest of them because we are <laughs> struggling today. <laughs> Castbox, Castro, Deezer, Downcast, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Attic, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Also using your lovely voice and saying, play Wedding Confessionals Podcast. You can find us using what two services, Pam? 
Alexa uh-huh. and Siri. Yeah, you did it. You went yeah. on a high note. There you go. Anna D. What a journey. <laughs> this was fun. Oh, we had a blast. Yes, so Thanks fun. Thanks for keeping the secret, Pam. That was fun. I can keep a secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.